found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Heard by tens of people on any given <laughs> podcast day. That's right. Good to have you out there. Oh. Good morning to you, Matthew. It's an honor for us to be uh, with you <laughs> at this very moment. Yeah. So it's uh, kind of a cold start. It is. But uh, no delays. But we have one. Oh, we do. Kokomo Schools. Is that right? On a two-hour delay, yeah. See, I didn't know that. They uh, dropped that in yesterday okay. at some point. So, so Kokomo. That's it. Kokomo. Everyone else seems to be running on time. Okay. And uh, good to go this morning. So. All right. You know, Valentine's Day is less than a week away now. Yes. And with that in mind, Valentine's Day candy is the topic. Preferences vary from person to person and state to state. Job hunting website Zipia. <laughs> it ought to be called Zipia Do Da Day. <laughs> they used Google Trends to determine the most popular Valentine's candy by state. Oh. And one sweet stood out above the rest. Chocolate strawberries. Mm. Chocolate strawberries. Yeah. Now, you remember when we used to, um, years ago, we did Ladies' Night Out. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we had the fountain there, and the, yeah. late, the ladies got to have strawberries with the... Chocolate. And then, you know, you'd go to the, we'll call it the Silver Coral. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> And there you were kind of yeah. frightened to use that fountain because right. you saw all the kids up there. They just dip their hands in it and they put their face in it. <laughs> and this was They're even... putting pieces of chicken in there. <laughs> Pre-COVID and I got the yips. Yeah. 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 But... Um, yeah, there was, a, there was a time where, you know, any, any soiree worth its salt had a chocolate fountain. Yeah, you had to have that. It was just part of it. The company uses Google Trends to determine what Valentine's Day candy peaked in the search volumes on February the 14th. From there, they uh, tallied what candy is searched a uh, disproportionately high amount in each state. Okay, so I, I zoomed in okay. to the map. Yeah, because you, you got to do that. You have to zoom. You have to zoom. Because it's very tiny. What do you think ours is? I've already looked. I cheated. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. So we're Hershey Kisses. Are we? <laughs> Are we? Yeah. Surrounded on both sides, <laughs> Illinois chocolate strawberries, okay. Ohio chocolate strawberries. Okay. To the north in Michigan, Conversation Hearts. Those little things? Yeah, the little chalky, yeah. That you did in school? Yeah. Be mine. I heart you. <laughs> That must be because they allow gummies, okay? <laughs> I think they're whacked out in Michigan, and uh, they think those are great. <laughs> hey, man, look. So you think their legalization yeah, yeah. Has, made, has tainted their candy choice. <laughs> now, to the south okay. in Kentucky, their number one Valentine candy is chocolate roses. Really? Chocolate roses. Now, are those edible? They must well, they're, be. They're right? chocolate, okay. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they're putting petals in chocolate. Maybe. You, know, you can eat rose. You can eat rose petals. You can? Yeah. Have you? I, I, yeah. They're a delicious snack, Dale. 
I know. I've never. <laughs> hey, it's Valentine's Day. Go get me some flowers. <laughs> well, there's rose water that's drop, made from, from roses, right? Drop eighty bucks on roses just so you can have them, you know, for a snack. <laughs> All right. What's some other candies on the map? Um, let me see here. Um, uh, let me see. That's Wisconsin is Dove chocolates. Which Dove chocolates? Yeah, are, that sounds reasonable. Are, are really yeah. good. Uh, Louisiana chocolate truffles. Chocolate truffles. Uh, South Carolina is just a plain old box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. And you got to, you know, you you've got to use your finger to see what's in there because there are certain goops that just don't taste good. Okay, <laughs> in those things. Right. Uh, it looks like New York is heart shaped chocolates good one yeah there's several on here like um oh i just saw vermont is m&ms that's a good choice yeah so we're rehearsing california kisses. california okay is candy necklaces now come on <laughs> that must date back uh, to the uh the hippie days okay right still hanging out there and, and then, uh, yeah, Nevada and necklaces. both Nevada and Arizona are M&M's. Hmm. And then both Washington and Oregon are chocolate roses. Okay. Now, what's your favorite? If you were to get candy for Valentine's, what If you were you? To, to hold a gun to my head, okay. I would say, um, is it, are they made by Dove? <laughs> but they're these, like, chocolate truffle ball things okay. that they're individually wrapped. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Oh, my gosh, you're so good. Are those, those you see them on TV, that? The Ferrero Rocher? Yeah, yeah. No, okay, not that. Not that. Okay, all right. It's different. So you can't name your candy, so you'll never get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it looks like. <laughs> I think it's made by Dove. I think they're made by Dove, and they're like chocolate balls, Yeah. and there's like another like chocolate... It's not quite gooey, yeah. but there's like a softer chocolate center. Oh. Oh. That does sound quite delightful. It's so good. I like chocolate-covered cherries, too. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I like those. My mom loves those. Those yeah. are my favorite. You know, those are, you know, you get the good good mm. brand. Yeah. It's like anything. You, you know, you got to shop up right. on that. I'm not even a cherry guy, and I like those. Yeah. They're, they're quite delightful. Yeah. Too many of them, though, you get a rotten gut. You do. Yeah. <laughs> Too. I usually overindulge. For sure. And a, and a regular old Reese's, mm. you know, would be okay with me. Sure. But I, I really don't think of candy kisses. Mm. But um, I don't know. Here's uh, maybe we've got somebody here that uh, <laughs> it's like, didn't they say our favorite candy? Lindor. For... Thank you, Karen. Okay. Lindor, Lindor chocolate. That's, okay. what I, that's what I'm talking about. Not Dove. Lindor chocolate. Okay. Now, didn't they say our favorite Halloween candy was like candy corn or something? <sighs> At least that one year they did. And it, there's just no way. Maybe it was. I don't know anybody that likes that. And then one year it was suddenly hot tamales. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, hot tamales. Yeah. Now, come on. I, I've, <laughs> I've never seen a kid's bag with hot tamales. Are all the kids clamoring for hot tamales? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they get their information. But... Um, and then we, we've always had those people, oh, candy corn, I love it. 
add it with whatever, and it tastes like what? What's it supposed to taste like? Um, yeah, you, you put it with uh, peanuts. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's supposed you, to be, it's uh, be like a, a, a payday. Payday, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, Hershey's Kisses should be the order of the day, according to this map. I guess so. For you folks out there listening, for your Valentine. Remember, it's time. <laughs> it's Valentine's. <laughs> oh. So, um, it is 6.30. We'll take a break for news with Karen. Got it right. And <laughs> we've got some sponsor friends, a look at weather, and more tidbits on the way. This is Tidbits. It is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. As um, Matt has done a fabulous job staying up with the delays. I'd say I would not suspect we'd have any. Yeah. I was caught off guard yesterday, really. And, uh, you know. I guess I'm just old, an old-timer Yes, that was accustomed to going in terribly inclement weather. Well, those times are gone. Those times are gone, my friend. This uh, says that uh, 7 in 10 Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Now, we were doing well there for a while. We were. Now this, a recent survey of 2007 adults. <laughs> we need seven more. <laughs> found that 63% don't see themselves reaching a level of financial security that will allow them to live the lifestyle they want. Lack of financial education and resources may be to blame, in particular for women who are less likely to say they had access to these tools in comparison to men. Mm. So what's financial comfort really look like? While most women noted an absence of credit card debt as the most important requirement for financial comfort, the majority of fellas thinks it's home ownership. Respondents also differed in what they considered to be essential for financial wellness. 79% of Americans earning over 150 grand found a savings account to be very important. I'm sure. Compared to 54% of those with an income of 60 to 89,999. So once you're over 90 grand, <laughs> your attitude shifts. On average, respondents feel they'd need $686 of disposable income per month to feel financially comfortable. So that'd be after you've paid all your bills. Right. 686 for pocket money. <laughs> I don't know what these folks are thinking. Okay. It's, those income levels are mighty high. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I can't imagine making 150 grand. You know, it'd be easy street, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you be uneasy? No, you probably wouldn't because you'd have to live higher on the hog. Would you? Would you have to live well, higher on the hog? You'd have to get a boat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah. You had to get you had to get it something to big enough to pull the boat. Yeah. Better house. Okay. Got to get the you know a, a finer vehicle, <laughs> maybe an RV. You can't dress like a schlub anymore. Yeah, you got to need better clothes. Yeah. So for us, it's well without reach. 
Okay, we won't make it. It's always fun to think. I feel like 150 grand in this neighborhood is is that's really yeah, really really you're, good. You're money. doing pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mighty fine. Yeah, that's like upper crust money. <laughs> that's island owning money for you. Pretty much. Matt wants to be king of Biddle's Island. I do. I win the lottery. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> It'll be called Matt Island. <laughs> Here's a, um, this after an Illinois judge struck down the mask mandate in Illinois high schools, a uh, high school students in Chicago suburb were still told to mask up or leave. So they left. <laughs> wow. Meanwhile, in Hinsdale, Illinois, the school officials forced unmasked kids into the auditorium despite the judge's ruling. Hmm. Did you, did you ever, you probably never wised off to your mother. You know, I mean, we just didn't, we yeah, weren't from no. a variety of wise crackers to your parents. No. But you, I'm sure you were probably threatened. You want to get out and walk when you were in the car. <laughs> and I was forced to do it once. Right. Were you really? Yeah. It's <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> all right, I'll see you. <laughs> See, that's the thing is that if you wise off, then then you know we we came from parents that would actually follow through. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, get out. Wasn't you know idle threats? Yeah, and they were told, and it happened. Okay, and I ended up hoofing it. Probably at least I don't know, maybe a mile. Wow, I was dropped off. It's not like it was terrible. wasn't like it was inclement. Yeah, you know, it was, it was a nice day for a, a stroll. <laughs> Uh, now, this has always scared me in cities that have drawbridges. A bicyclist died when a drawbridge connecting to Palm Beach, Florida, the mainland, began rising before she could reach the other side. That's panic. I, I always think about that. A bystander tried to pull her to safety but lost his grip. So I'm imagining she's dangling for the from the end of this thing, you know, and it's with a bicycle. She had a bicycle. Wow. Now, couldn't you just slide down? Well, okay. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing these things just don't raise up out of nowhere. No, no. You get right? a warning. There's and, war. There has to be warning. And they usually have a schedule, you know, yeah. when they're supposed to go up. So but, did she just blatantly ignore well, the? It says she was walking her bike and was within 10 feet of the barrier arms that halt traffic when it started to move. She tried to hang on, but she fell five or six stories and died when she landed on concrete. I just, I, I, don't, I don't know how this happens. Yeah, how does this... But I'm always afraid I'm going to be on the darn thing and, you know, it's going to do that and then it's going to make me roll backwards. And... Right. I don't know. But, uh, you know, uh, evidently she was on the end of it. I, I don't know if there's a big crack between the thing that you fall through. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't I don't know. They're now investigating as to why the bridge tender began to raise the drawbridge before it was cleared to pedestrians. So that should be a rule. Evidently, hmm. looks like somebody's going to lose their job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was down in Florida last April. 
And I told my colleagues, I think I'd like to move here and be a drawbridge operator. Okay? That'd be a pretty good gig. Okay? Right. You've got certain times, you, you raise it, you do a little quick look-see, no pedestrians, ding, 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 ding. It's time to go. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Sit there eight hours a day. Yep. Up, down, up, down, up, down. <laughs> It's about as close to a broadcaster as you can get without being a broadcaster. Yeah. Sitting in a bridge booth. <laughs> it's equipped with bells and whistles to alert drivers and See, I don't understand. If she was 10 feet from the barrier arms yeah. to halt traffic, and she just kept going? Something's just not right. Something's not right yeah. here. Because, you know, I'd be in a panic, and I'd get quickly back. I would, too. I mean, that's what you would generally... Yeah. But then again, we've watched that. We watched the lady in the, the subway that yes. held her head <laughs> in the door. As the door shutting on her head, she Any, left it there. Anything can happen in our world. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a native of Chicago. Yeah. Wasn't like she was, you yeah. know. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. <laughs> no, I'm not all right. I nearly died. Oh, she was mad. She was hot. She was so mad. Uh, Had her head right there. It was. <laughs> oh, it was just perfect. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing is those doors are programmed to, if they shut and something is blocking it, then they kind of back up and shut harder. Uh, she just left her head right in the middle of it. It was, it was incredible. And we, I guess we were stopped a little longer than normal. Right. But uh, again, what are you doing? What is she going to, she, so that was the problem is when you're on the subway, when you're on the L train, you hear the beep of the doors and you have, you got to be chop shop, right? Because you, you have, you know, like eight, 10 seconds to get on or get off, right? And it was a little bit longer, and so she decides to investigate why the doors haven't shut. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to get out? <laughs> and they do. They go, boing, boing. Yeah. Doors closed. Boing, boing. We witnessed it. We did. <laughs> we did. We did. And she gets up, and she has her head looking out. Bam, they shut on her. Along with elderly retired teachers from Alabama. Yes. Who questioned if she was all right. Oh, sweetie, you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not all right. <laughs> oh, that was quite a trip. Yep. <clears throat> so, be careful on drawbridges. And uh, finally, I guess you'd have to travel in fair weather with this flying vehicle. Okay. <laughs> that anyone can own and fly. Now, like, we really need a lot of people able to fly. It's uh, completed its maiden flight over water hmm. with the company that uh, built it now taking orders for delivery next year. It's called the Jetson One. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Named after the sitcom from the 60s. Yeah. And it can reach speeds up to 63 miles per hour and has a range of a whole 20 miles. Wow. <laughs> The all-electric vertical takeoff and landing 
was launched in October last year and proven so popular it sold out almost immediately for delivery this year. Now the Swedish-Polish company behind it is uh, taking orders for next year with the craft priced at 92 grand. You know, but again, you got to be a fair weather traveler in this thing. There's no cockpit. No, it's okay. all open. Like it's all yeah. exposed, just open. <laughs> so imagine riding at this time of year. I just ninety two grand, and it's basically looks like a hammock frame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, there's not much of anything to it. No, it's like a bunch of aluminum poles <laughs> glued together. But it goes 63 and will go actually 20 miles. Okay, so get one and, and have fun as you sure. hover here in Cass County. <laughs> you can't go any further. But um, if you got 92 grand, you can go for it. So there you go. So is it electric? Is it? Yeah, it says it's all electric. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. There's not much to it. <laughs> So basically, if we had one, yeah. or I'm just looking here. Okay. If we had one, we could we could lift off right now yeah. and be five miles short of Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> gotta walk the rest of the way, man, or we gotta plug in. <laughs> so you're you're following uh, twenty five into Rochester and in your little Jetson one, you spent ninety two grand on it could start maybe to see the glow of the city <laughs> it doesn't say in this story how high it goes or anything like that no okay so i don't know it doesn't seem like it's worth the money and again it's just a frame thousand dollars with two propellers <laughs> So we do have some delays. Matt's been compiling them as we've gone through the morning. Not a lot of them, but there are a few delays this morning. True. Or, or Dale, you okay. can get just past probably Galveston. Okay. Where <laughs> you would peter out somewhere between Galveston and Kokomo. So. <laughs> it's like, what are you going to do in 20 miles? <laughs> All right. And it's not big enough to go grocery shopping. No, you can't carry anything. Yeah, it's, thank you, Karen. Oh, oh, oh. These are what I'm talking about. Yeah. Thank you. Look at that. Lint Lindor. Mm. <laughs> oh, these are so good. Oh, Karen thought of you. Man. She's so nice to us. We don't deserve it. <laughs> she certainly deserves to be called the correct name. That's... <laughs> What's our delays, white guy? (laughs) (laughs) McConaughey, Kokomo, and Northwestern on a two-hour delay this morning. All right. (laughs) That'll do it. I'll see you tomorrow. See ya. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.